This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet on the BetQL Audio Network. Dalton's going to take a chance. Deep down the field. He's got his man. It's Ross for the touchdown. No, he did it. Majestic pass by Dalton. And Ross atoning for the drop a moment ago with a 55-yard touchdown catch. Gross. Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker here (laughs) on this Thursday, March 18th. Welcome into BetQL Daily here for the next three hours. A lot of NFL, a lot of college hoops coming your way. 20 minutes from now, we'll check in with Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. I think Eli is going to hang around for the entire second hour. Uh, We've got four play-in games tonight, and then the tournament really kicks into high gear Tomorrow, on Friday, I'm still not used to saying that. Chuck Esposito will check in from Vegas for Station Casitos, talk about the action out there. And Ryan McDonough, our very own Radio.com NBA host here to talk about the association. Eli Hershkovich, the executive producer in Chicago with Jake Hassan. He's our board op in Philadelphia. Dylan Burns directing Jake Galley on the graphics. Ross Tucker, how are you? Joe, I'm great, man. I mean, what a week. Are you kidding me? What a difference a year makes. Uh, A year ago, this was one of the worst weeks of the year when (laughs) every day things were getting canceled. Every day we were realizing that our lives were changed like forever. Fast forward to this week and this year, and we've had crazy NFL conversation the last three days which has been amazing lots of moves being made including by your Chicago Bears Joe and now we've got the NCAA tournament March Madness I will say this and I want to talk to Eli about this a little bit later I feel a little bit thrown off by the different format this year uh you know I have a circadian rhythm With the Friday, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, the first four is supposed to be Tuesday and Wednesday nights. And then today, like, we should be having games tip off in exactly two hours. And let me just tell you something, Joe, because I know you have little kids, too. My parents, from probably second grade through maybe eighth grade, I think I probably stopped in eighth grade, they let me stay home 
Thursday, and I think a lot of years Friday, of the NCAA men's basketball tournament if I had straight A's. That was like my oh. big motivation to have straight A's. I, I would stay home. My friends would go to school. I'd sleep in. I'd do whatever I wanted all morning. And then when that first game kicked off at noon, I was so excited. Dude, I have brackets everywhere. Like, you don't understand, man. Like, Eli thinks he's Mr. College. Like, I loved basketball. Loved it. Now, I would say, I don't know, until, honestly, man, probably almost until high school, I would say I liked football. I mean, I liked basketball as much as football. But then, like, high school football, man, Friday Night Lights, it's just such a – it just takes it over the top. And then I realized very quickly that there are a lot more opportunities for a 6'4", big-boned white guy in football than there are in basketball. So I think that's partly why I gravitated to uh, to football. But, dude, I loved basketball, love March Madness. I love everything about this time of year. Although, I will say this, I filled out – a bracket for the first time in a few years, Joe. And first time? In a few years. Yeah, I took a wow. bunch of years off, and I was really glad I did. You know, here's I look at things as I get older from the human angle, Joe. I like not having a bracket because I like to root for the underdog in every game. It makes it very easy. Like, unless there's a school I like or a coach I like or somebody I know – I like I I root for Villanova, you know, I'm from there, but I I I root for the underdog. Now this year Dan Patrick got me to get does do his celebrity bracket thing or whatever. So now I have a bracket. It's right here. Now I got to kind of root for this so I don't look like an idiot next to Adam Sandler <laughs> and Will Ferrell and whoever else in this bracket challenge. But I don't really I don't really want, you know, I understand we like to bet on this show. I understand we like to root for whoever we picked, but March Madness is like the one time a year, Joe, I like to root for the underdog. Like these kids, like tonight, Mount St. Mary's, I know some of the kids on their team, like this is the, this is the biggest thing that will ever happen to their life. Everything they've done their whole life to this point was to play in this game tonight. And then for a lot of them playing in this game tonight will be the biggest thing that ever happened in their lives. It wouldn't surprise me if we have a number of listeners that don't even fill out a bracket. And, and that's what we say. Oh, you're American. You've got to fill out a bracket. Everybody in the world fills out a bracket. Usually the person in the office that knows nothing that ends up winning the pool. But there are I forgot just how excited I am to bet this in so many other ways. First off, many of our listeners probably don't even want a bracket. And they just want to bet on the many games. Maybe they're going to roll with Eli, maybe disagree with Eli on some plays. Like, I, I'm running a survivor pool. I'm in squares pools. Um, I'm doing last man standing contests. I'm in all sorts of stuff, which I find more exciting than a bracket because let's be honest, I know that thing's getting busted on Friday. There, there's going to be one thing that goes crazy. And I have a team going to the Elite Eight that's probably going to be bounced. And then I'll throw that thing in the garbage. You know what's weird? It feels like there have been less big upsets recently than there used to be. And I don't really understand that. You would think with like the transfer portal and with one and dones, I guess I would have thought they'd have more 13, 14, 15 seeds winning 
it doesn't seem like there's been as many, Joe. It, it really doesn't. It seems like it's it's been a little bit more chalky in that regard. Uh, curious to see how that goes because the consensus seems to be with people that cover the sport that it is going to be one of those chalky years. I can't wait to find out because a lot of times when you start to hear that, it's going to flip the other way. And there's a double digit that nobody's talking about. Sure, people are talking about Santa Barbara and they're all over Ohio going to the Sweet 16. And and I certainly understand why. But there's probably going to be another double digit seed that nobody is mentioning. It's BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network live weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. We are live on the Radio.com app, 1430 in Denver. You can watch the video stream on the Radio.com Sports YouTube page. Also, 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. You can find it iTunes, Spotify, and Radio.com. Ross, let's start with the NFL. I, I think the conversation needs to, to begin with the uh, most important position in all of sports. Don't have the big names Moving as expected yet. Uh, We'll see if they end up moving. Um, But I think that's where we have to go. Jameis Winston stays in New Orleans. Cam Newton stays in New England. Andy Dalton goes from Dallas to Chicago. And your boy, Ryan Fitzpatrick, goes to Washington. Which quarterback is in the best position to succeed in 2021? Who do you think I'm going to say? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ding, ding, ding. Joe, (laughs) you know me. You know me. Look, right now, I think that the Washington football team should be the favorites to win Mm. the NFC East. I'm trying to pull up points bet right now, Joe, to see – do they have – I see they have NFL outrights. Do they have division champs yet? Let me check on that. I mean, we we were talking about Washington before Fitzpatrick when we didn't Look, know the have the Cowboys way ahead. They have the Cowboys plus 2,500 to win it all. They have Washington even with the Eagles at plus 6,000. Uh, I'm just saying I think right now – and some other sites, I see the Cowboys, even money, Washington, three to one to win the division. Yeah. Give me give, give, give me the Washington, Joe. For those of you that aren't watching on the radio.com app, you should. Um, I'm, I'm doing the universal give it to me signal. Dude, first of all, they won it last year. And I know Dak got hurt and blah, blah, blah. All Washington did was get the best available corner in William Jackson – that it was a position of need. They got a perfect fit wide receiver in Curtis Samuel opposite Terry McLaurin. At dude, how many how many slants is Fitzmagic going to throw to Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin to the house? McLaurin, yeah. I, Are I you love kidding McLaurin. me? He's going to be then, ridiculous. And then Fitz, Fitz is a gigantic upgrade, Joe, 
over what they got last year at quarterback. Their quarterbacks last year were Haskins, terrible. Kyle Allen, okay. Alex Smith, not great. Alex Smith was not great. Fitzpatrick has played the best football of his life the last two years. Joe, he won five games for them in 2019 when the team was designed to win zero. It was the tank for two a year. And then Burrow obviously had a great year. He won five games with them. Then last year, somebody was telling me that Fitzpatrick finished like fifth in QBR or something like, you know, that ESPN metric. I know this much. I was talking with Steve Fezzik on the Even Money podcast. Woo, woo, woo. And he said he has Ryan Fitzpatrick right now. And he does a lot of numbers on this, show, A lot of research. He believes Ryan Fitzpatrick is the 14th best quarterback in the NFL. And he thinks that people don't think of it that way because he's a journeyman, because he's played for so many teams, because of this, this, and that. None of that matters anymore. All that matters is how he's playing now. And if you look at all of the data, he believes Ryan Fitzpatrick's the 14th best quarterback. I think I think that's who your Bears should have tried to get, to be honest with you. I- of course, of course. He was the best option of the four that have uh, that have signed so far of these free agents here. Um, I love the move. Are they done? Is that the question, right? Because they were involved at going after some of these top-tier guys, some trade conversations, they didn't work out. Doesn't mean they're done. Are they going to draft their quarterback of the future? They love what they saw from Heineke in the playoff game. He's going to be back as the backup. So it is the plan for Ryan Fitzpatrick to start for 16 games on this one year, $10 million contract. Uh, If he is in that range, he doesn't have to be 14th best. If he's 18th best Ross, they're going to be a contender to make a run in the postseason because that defense is disgusting and they got better yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I, I am totally with you. Uh, that that's the biggest single thing that stands out to me from this off season so far. If we're really talking Joe futures, division futures, if we're talking season win totals, it's Washington. And it's yeah. primarily because they got the best quarterback and I'm not sure they're done. You know I mean? They, they, they might draft somebody Patriots might draft somebody, but The guy played really well last year. I don't care how many teams he's been on. I don't care how old he is. I'm going to go by what happened last year when, dude, they literally brought him off the bench multiple times, Joe, to win games. Like he was a reliever to come in for Tua. Stability at the position. That's what Ron Rivera is looking for. That's what they got. Bring me an average offense you're probably going to be the NFC East winner. And I I think it's really tight with them in Dallas. The odds do not reflect that at even money for the Cowboys and three to one for Washington. But I expect a lot of people to start coming in on Washington. Um, I think so. But see, but Dallas is such a public team. I wonder if people are just going to bet on Dallas. But that's all the more reason to take Washington for us. I I thought there was a chance that you would say the quarterback that is set up to succeed is Jameis Winston in New Orleans. There already, um, you have the weapons on the offense and you have Sean Payton. 
working with you. So I, I thought there might be a shot that uh, you would say that Winston is set up to succeed, even though I don't really know the situation going in. Is he the quarterback? Is there going to be a camp battle? How exactly are they going to play this thing out? They're going to be a camp battle. And I suspect Jameis Winston will win it because if it's even close, Joe, you got to go with Jameis Winston because that way you can keep Taysom Hill in the role that he was in previously, Mm -hmm. which is a role they really like for him. And I, I do like that he's in the second year in the same system. Same with Cam in New England, although Jameis didn't really play. There's still some good weapons there, but they cut Emmanuel Sanders. He hasn't really played in a year. Taysom Hill played. I mean, he's in a good spot, Joe. No no doubt he's in a good spot, but I don't think it's as good of a spot as Ryan Fitzpatrick. And look, Cam's in a great spot. I mean, the New England's investing in everything. They got two good tight ends. I mean, New England's doing a lot of stuff. Uh, Other big moves that we need to get to later on this hour. But coming up next, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus. He'll talk about the winners and losers so far in free agency. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. From the Kansas City 17. He's got a first and ten. He gets the snap. He fakes the handoff. He gets a block from his left tackle. Here's a four-man rush. Looks long. Line drive. End zone. Caught. Gronkowski. Back to the end zone. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady has just thrown his second touchdown pass tonight to Rob Gronkowski. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network. 
Brady to Gronk in the Super Bowl. Sports bettors, are you ready? Download the Points Bet app now and use our promo code BETQL daily to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. When you bet with Points Bet, you get faster bets, faster withdrawals, and faster rewards at your fingertips. Download the app now to experience this premium sports book for yourself. And don't forget to sign up with our code BETQL daily to get two risk free bets up to $2,000. So, are you ready? T's and C's apply. Void where prohibited must be 21 plus gambling problem. Call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker with you on BETQL daily, weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the radio.com app, 1430 in Denver and the radio.com sports YouTube page. Uh, as uh, Eric Eager uh, m- mentioned during our conversation, there's this assumption that I'm upset about what the Bears did. I'm not upset. We talked about it many times. Never thought they were landing Russell Wilson. They don't have the assets. Never thought they were going to land Deshaun Watson. They, I don't think there's any way that that continues to be in play and th- this is what i expected it's it just feels like without giving up the assets it just feels like a repeat of what they did a year ago and they're going to spend the offseason the bears bears brass and they're going to say oh he's going to elevate the play he's going to be great for the quarterback room maybe he could bring us to be an average offense with a great defense okay we'll see we'll find out if you're a great defense because they've made so many mistakes um that this cap is really going to hurt them. They might have to get rid of a Fuller or an Akeem Hicks on that defense. Goldman will return. He sat out last year, so he'll help the run defense. But uh, just another Band-Aid, the quarterback room for the Bears is going to be Foles, it's going to be Dalton, and it's going to be rookie. They probably draft at number 20 overall. So what happened, Joe, is that Russell Wilson listing them as one of his four teams. Right. And the rumors started to really pick up steam. Like there were people that, you know, Justina Anderson, Albert Breer. It got to the point where it seemed like it might be real. It seemed like it might happen. And this is why teams don't like when trade talks become public. Because Bears fans got their hopes up. Bears Mm -hmm. fans got excited. And so then, you know, they're thinking – Russell Wilson, maybe Deshaun Watson, even like, I think on the hierarchy, it was like Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, even Fitzpatrick would have been okay, maybe. Yeah, I yeah. feel like they'd even they'd even be happier bringing back Trubisky than bringing in Andy Dalton. I think the Andy Dalton, it was just soul crushing. I don't know if you saw Joe on social media at Ross Tucker <laughs> NFL, but I felt like I had to defend Andy Dalton. I, I went out of my way. I was you, like, you got fired up. You got fired up. On, well, on, I'm just yeah. so tired of people saying, unless the guy is Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or Tuck, he sucks, dude. Dude, he sucks. He sucks. Like Andy Dalton's, I don't know, somewhere between the 20th and 40th best quarterback in the world. I know you're disappointed, but how about just say, man, he's a low end starter. You know, he, he's, yeah. the guy's not a, the guy's not the answer. I, I just I, I really don't like what I what I term the everybody other than the best sucks culture. Is um is it fair in your opinion to say that you may have downgraded from Trubisky? Because that that's how I view it. You may have downgraded with the quarterback room led by Dalton and Foles. It's certainly possible. I thought Eager Eric made a great point about. 
they could have had Andy Dalton the year before for nothing. Yep. And now they gave assets and a lot of money to Foles to only now come back the next year and have Dalton be the quarterback. You know, the thing is that's kind of laughable about it is they gave they offered three first round picks, a third round pick, two starters, defensive starters. I mean, I don't think anybody's gotten a hold of them. Three first round picks, Joe. Three. Yeah. But, but where the are they going to be, is, Ross? Where are they going to be? In the 20s. Yeah. And the problem is the Seahawks need a quarterback. I actually wonder if there still should be some conversation about Russell Wilson and the Raiders. Because I think John Schneider and Pete Carroll could make could convince themselves that they could still win a lot of football games with Derek Carr. That with Derek Carr, he's a top 15 quarterback. They can yeah. win a lot of games. And they might be able to get a lot from the Raiders and still get a top 15 quarterback who's very affordable in Derek Carr. I feel like the Raiders have a much better chance than the Bears ever did if the Raiders are willing to go there. Uh, just looking from the Bears' perspective, my biggest concern was they were going to give up the the everything. Just They didn't care about future assets because they weren't sure that they were going to be here. And I'm talking about Pace and Nagy, and believe me, both of them made this decision. Both of them have made the decision on the last two quarterbacks. You can include Foles on that one too. Um, and that they would mortgage the future. With the Dalton move, they did not mortgage the future. And I'd be all for mortgaging the future and giving up more ones if you're talking about one of those top-tier quarterbacks. But that's that's clearly not going to happen. Um, they, it doesn't kill them. I don't know if Pace is going to pick the quarterback after number 20 overall, I assume, or the second-round pick, whatever. Um, but at, at least it's not an average quarterback and you're giving up future ones. It, they didn't go that route. It's just – and we've talked about it before. It's just kind of a shame – that Matt Nagy, his quarterbacks are going to end up being Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, and he'll probably get fired unless, I don't know, maybe they well, win. There's going to be games. a rookie. I see what what's Dalton may be your week one starter, but the real news is going to be after the draft, Ross. If they take one at 20 overall, like that's it. Okay, the Bears finally drafted another quarterback. They've, they've needed to do that for quite some time. Uh, they're going to do that. So that's going to be the focus moving forward, not Andy Dalton. I guess. I don't know if anybody's going to be left when they pick at 20. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Yeah. No, I hear you. I completely understand. Uh, well, why is Cam Newton going back to New England? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Because of the NBA. Next best alternative. For the Patriots, they looked and they figured Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think they believed $5 million to Cam Newton with better weapons around him. And he does throw the ball better in the middle of the field. And they'll have – they'll go ahead and they'll have two good tight ends to throw the ball yeah. in the middle of the field. Mm -hmm. he, he'll, he'll be there for the offseason program. They know him. He knows the offense now. And I think that they just thought that was their best option 
out of all the ones that were out there because they're getting them for half the money that the Bears are paying Dalton and that the Washington football team is paying Fitzpatrick. They're, they're really giving Cam $5 million. The rest he has to earn. So they, they're probably going to draft a guy. Um, it tells you what they think about Stidham. A year ago at this time, many believe that Stidham was going to be the QB1. Like, no, we'd rather have Cam back. And uh, you're right about the tight ends. You still have Edelman, uh, Michelle in the backfield, and they add Aguilar. Does Aguilar have – you think he can do something in New England? You know, the thing that's interesting about Aguilar and New England doing that, Joe, is the wide receiver market's been tough. You know, I mean, Curtis Samuel barely got $10 million a year. Corey Davis got whatever it is, $12 million a year, but $27 million guaranteed. The Patriots are paying Nelson Aguilar like he is a top-of-the-market guy like Kenny Galladay or Will Fuller uh-huh. or, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, and he just hasn't proven to be that consistently. I think, look, they're paying those two tight ends, Joe. John U. Smith and Hunter Henry, they're the third and fourth highest paid tight ends in the NFL now. <laughs> Just behind Kelsey and, and Kittle. Those guys aren't those guys aren't even close to Kelsey and Kittle. Not even close. I'm going to ask you a question uh, that you asked Eric Eager about where's New England right now in the hierarchy of the AFC East? See, I think they're – I disagree with him. I, I think they're probably second. I, I think right now the Bills are a, let's say, 12-win team. Bills doing a great job of keeping the band together. I think the Dolphins – I don't know, Joe. I mean, where have they really gotten better? I mean, they, they haven't done much in, in free agency. And – I don't have a ton of faith in Tua Tunga-Vailoa for a whole season. So I kind of feel like right now it's Buffalo 1, New England 2. I feel like New England and Miami are both like 8, 9, 10 win teams in that range. And then the Jets still are really bad until they get another quarterback. Yep, and Miami's got to be hoping that they find a way to land Deshaun Watson as we get closer and closer to the draft. Probably going to be the Dolphins or Jets if he ends up going anywhere. Uh, do want to hit on something that that occurred early in the week, but we talked about it ever since the end of the season about Aaron Jones. Like, okay, they didn't tag him, but then they end up working out a deal. It sounds like, well, at least according to Rosenhaus, that Jones did want to return to the Packers, and even though that they spent a very high pick on a running back, that uh, in the end, it did not mean that they were completely moving on from Jones. They bring him back a big part of the offense. Well, I just don't think – I think Aaron Rodgers almost forced their hand. Mm-hmm. I think that they feel like, Joe, they couldn't have looked Aaron Rodgers in the eyes after that speech he gave and gone ahead and let Aaron Jones go. Plus, they still were going to get a lot more out of Dylan this year because he'll be the number two guy instead of the number three now that Jamal Williams is in Detroit. And A.J. Dillon's not great out of the backfield or as a pass catcher. Right, so, they're different guys, yeah. Right, right. So Aaron Jones is going to get even more catches. William, Williams could do the third down stuff. Aaron Jones is going to get even more touches, more carries. Maybe not maybe not more carries, more receptions, more touches. And then A.J. Dillon's going to kind of be that the hammer second back. They're going to win the North by like 
four or five games again. <laughs> I mean, they're going to win it. I don't know about yeah. four or five games. I'm a little, you know, it's not good to lose your starting center, but they have some other guys defensively, you know, obviously they don't have Mike Pettin there anymore. We'll see. We'll, you know, we'll see what Joe Barry, their new D coordinator is able to get done. But yes, I would expect them to go ahead and win the division. I'm, I'm fascinated to see where your boy Trubisky ends up. <laughs> Me too. Uh, don't go anywhere. If you're looking for your March Madness information, we've got the first four tonight. We've got uh, the Madness, the first round kicking off tomorrow. Eli Hershkovich is going to join us for the next hour to help you. Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.